Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So in the comments of my videos, and I've been hearing this in the forum in Rebel Capitals Pro, among other places, everybody's talking about how a central bank digital currency will reset the entire economy. And in my opinion, this is just completely wrong. And uh, listen, no one's a bigger critic of the Fed than I am and a central bank digital currency. But I, I've got to be straightforward and honest as to what we should be concerned with and what we should not be concerned with. And in my opinion, we should not be concerned whatsoever with a central bank digital currency resetting the economy, wiping out all the debt, all the contracts that you have for your home loan will be null and void. And all I've heard, heard some just bizarre uh, claims. So, and let me give you an example really quick here. And I was going to go to some YouTube videos and show you some YouTubers that are talking about this. But then I said to myself, eh, I don't want to, I, I don't want to play that game. You know, I, I, you guys know that's not me. I don't want to talk smack about someone and I don't want to throw anyone under the bus. You know, if they want to do that and if, if, if they're uh, thinking that it's going to happen that way, then, you know, so be it. No, I, I can't control that. But so let's go over to Quora and you guys will kind of get the gist of what I'm referring to. Uh, just simple question here. Uh, could new central bank digital currencies be used to wipe out debt and reset the economy? Uh, another thing that I heard is, you know, the United States debt is getting so high that uh, the central bank digital currency will allow uh, governments to basically inflate away the debt because people will gravitate towards this new currency and they'll, they, they won't want to use dollars anymore. And therefore, uh, the dollar will dip, depreciate in value relative to, let's say, Fed coin. And uh, because of this, you know, inflation with uh, assets that are, or with uh, things that are priced in dollars, then uh, you will see the dollar-denominated debt decrease significantly. Now, the nominal value won't change, but the burden of the debt would go down if those currency units, the new dollar or the old dollars, were being uh, devalued, let's say. Uh, people were just trading those at 75 cents on the dollar, 50 cents on the dollar. And, you know, we saw this happen back in 18, excuse me, 1862 with the Legal Tender Act. When back then gold was money and people were trading gold coins for goods and services. And then the government came out and said, well, we don't want to issue bonds, but we want to go ahead and print our own currency called a greenback. And uh, I think it was 300 million, it was either 300 or 500 million that they just literally printed up and started spending and made it legal tender. Hence the Legal Tender Act of 1862. And what you saw is people using the legal tender or the, the greenbacks uh, but they started to hoard gold. And so prices went way up. And if you would have had uh, denominated in dollars, right, or greenbacks, and uh, if you would have had debt that was denominated in dollars, uh, you could have said, hey, hey, well, I'm going to, I'm not going to pay off my debt in gold. I'm going to pay off, you know, in, in dollar gold coins or something. I'm going to pay off my debt in these new greenbacks that say $1 on it. And as a debtor, you're going to have to take these. And even though they're basically, you know, they weren't worthless, but they were worth a lot less 
let's say. And in some of these videos that I've seen, they use the example of Argentina when they had the Argentina peso and they came out with a new currency. They called it something different. And uh, they, they used an example there of, of how it created all these problems and uh, disruptions in the economy. And um, I don't know if it wiped out, you know, probably wiped out Argentinian peso debt. And uh, they're assuming that, or the assertion is that if we have a central bank digital currency, we will see the, the same type of thing play out here in the United States, that everyone will want to use the central bank digital currency or they'll be forced to. And therefore, since they're being forced to, uh, no one's going to want to use the old dollar. And again, if you're holding dollars, old dollars in your savings account, you're going to get crushed as far as your purchasing power because the value of those dollars are going to be inflated away. And then again, the, the value of, of the, the dollar, old dollar debt that you have will be inflated away and we'll have this big reset. That's basically the premise of, of what they're talking about. Now, let me tell you why that is completely incorrect. I think what we have to understand, and as most of you do, that when we're talking about a central bank digital currency, we're not talking about them coming out with a brand new currency. Uh, it's, it's not like we're using gold coins and now we're coming out with greenbacks. Or it's not like we're using Argentinian pesos and now we're coming out with something, some other type of currency, let's just say it's backed by the dollar. Uh, when... When, if or when, let's say the Fed issues a central bank digital currency, they're not going to call it Fed coin. They're not going to call it Powell bucks or something like that. Uh, they're going to call it dollars. And that's exactly what's going to be dollars. It's going to be no different as far as its fungibility with the, the dollars that you have. And, and people aren't going to be incentivized to use the, the new dollars because they're going to be identical to the for the average joe and jane it'll be identical to old dollars they, they will not be able to distinguish between the two you won't even know if you're using quote-unquote old dollars or new dollar you you won't know that you won't know oh my gosh is this a, a a dollar that was a central bank digital currency dollar or is this a dollar that i had before that was created by you know that was a liability of the commercial banking system it, it they're they're you're not going to know the difference, just like you don't know right now if you're spending a dollar that was created by Wells Fargo or you're, you're spending a dollar that was created by Bank of America, meaning that they created that dollar when they extended credit to someone. They created a loan, and therefore they created, quote-unquote, money or currency units that didn't exist before. So you, you can't tell the difference between a, a dollar that's in your deposit account that was created by XYZ Bank over ABC. And it's going to be the same thing. You're not going to be able to tell the difference between a dollar that you have in your account that was created by the Fed or the central bank. Now, I should say most people, because the sophisticated people will know if they're spending a dollar that was created by the Federal Reserve, because they will be spending it from their account at the Fed. You see, that's what's different. At, at, at surface level, to the average Joe and Jane, nothing, they won't be able to tell the difference. But behind the scenes, when you call, pull the curtain back, the difference will be instead of your dollars being, or a percentage of them, being a liability of the commercial banking system, they're just a liability of the Fed. And the, the second big difference is that they will be programmable. And that's the problem. That's the big problem. 
but you just spending it, you're not going to know if you're spending programmable dollars or or old dollars, and especially if they ban cash, right? And I, you could imagine a world where even your current dollars that are liability of the commercial banking system, those go onto the Fed's balance sheet, and the Fed behind the scenes just replaces those dollars with new dollars that are programmable. But you would never know the difference, other than the fact you're spending it either from your Fed account or your Wells Fargo account. And it might even be that you still have that Wells Fargo account, but through, let's just say, like a corresponding banking relationship or something like that, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really a liability of the Federal Reserve. Or however they, it might not be a corresponding banking relationship, but some roundabout way that it's, it's, although it says Wells Fargo on your, on your app, on your phone, it's, it's actually a liability of the Federal Reserve. And therefore you're spending those programmable dollars. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks, and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow Rebel Capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. And then, of course, the, the other big difference is the Fed has an infinite balance sheet where your bank doesn't. So they can start to extend credit, not based on merit, but based on narrative. And then with the programmability, that's where they can increase the velocity. That's where they can penalize you for uh, buying things that they don't want you to buy. Or that's when they could ex have an expiration date on the currency units that you have. Uh, to, to incentivize you to do X, Y, or Z, whatever they want you to do. Uh, you could get a carbon score and they could um, program your dollars to where if you uh, used those dollars on something that was naughty, then Big Brother would come in and say, okay, time out for you. You need to go in the naughty corner because it's the 25th of the month and you've already exceeded your carbon allotment. And therefore, for the last five days of the month or whatever, you're either not going to be able to buy anything or you're only going to be able to buy what is approved. So you're buying steak and chicken for the first 25 days of the month, but you bought too much. You exceeded your carbon credit. And therefore, for the last five days of the month, you're only allowed to buy bugs or something that they allow you to buy. But as far as, as, as like, like the people using it, knowing that it's the only difference will be that it's programmable. A dollar is going to be a dollar. It's going to be a dollar is going to be a dollar. They're, they're not, in my opinion, they're not going to, you know, say, okay, guys, uh, we're shutting down all the banks. 
And uh, tomorrow we're coming out with a central bank digital currency that's no longer going to be called the dollar. In fact, it's going to be called FedCoin. And uh, it's going to be at par with the dollar, but it's going to be a completely different currency. And we're calling it something different. And your old, old dollars are just liabilities of the commercial bank. But these new dollars or new Fed coins that are exchangeable one to one for a dollar are going to be, you know, called uh, Biden bucks. <laughs> right. And then the Biden bucks is what we're going to be using uh, moving forward. So economy, go ahead and digest that. Have fun with it. And let's see what the unintended consequences will be. Why would they do that? Uh, you know, why? Uh if you, if you, if your answer is well to reset the debt because it's at 30 trillion all I have to do is I hate to use the word print the money because that's that term is used so so poorly nowadays but uh you know the treasury could just say okay fed uh you know buy this debt we'll pay off the 30 trillion and then now that we move all the debt onto your balance sheet debt jubilee done so if they really wanted to pay down the debt they could just do that and that actually would probably have less <laughs> of an impact than moving from dollars to Biden bucks, if you will. So uh, again, I just wanted to address that because I see it in the comments of, of the videos so often. And I, I just think it's, um, I don't know why people are doing it, but I, I guess it's just kind of a fundamental fundamental misunderstanding of kind of how the, the balance sheets work right now and how they would work with a central bank digital currency. You know, another example I'd give you is just 1971, right? 1971, we basically started using a completely different currency. You know, prior to 71, it supposedly, it wasn't really, but supposedly it was backed by gold. At least that's what foreigners thought, <laughs> you know? So it's where they could redeem their dollars for gold at the Federal Reserve. And then in 71, we just said, nope, sorry, we're not gonna play that game anymore. So, I mean, you could argue that that was a completely different type of currency. At least the, the, the rules of playing the game changed significantly, but it was still called a dollar, right? And did that, ex did that create some great reset and, uh, you know, to where all the debts were completely wiped out in the next year or two? And uh, no, no. And again, I, in my opinion, there's almost a, called a 99.9% .9 probability that if, when we go to a central bank digital currency, your friend and family member, Fred, isn't going to know the difference. Not going to know the difference at all. Very, very few people. I would argue that even the CNBC types won't even know the difference. It, it'll just be like, oh, yeah, the, the Fed's uh, now giving us dollars. And uh, now we've, uh, I don't know why, but uh, we've got a bank account with the Fed where before we didn't. Hmm. Okay. Now the Fed's giving us UBI and... Oh boy! Now that uh, now the dollars that they spend, they can they can track them somehow. I'm not sure how that happened, but uh, sure, yeah. I mean, if anything, it, let's just assume that it was a, a dual currency. I would argue that that uh, Gresham's law would impact the, the Fed coins because people would know that they're programmable, and they'd be like, "Screw that! I don't want your stupid program money. I want old dollars." And then, <laughs> and then they'd hoard the old dollars, just like they hoarded gold back in 1862. But again, even if they did that, the bottom line is it wouldn't wipe out debts uh, because you're just you're, you're getting dollars that are just liabilities of the Fed instead of dollars 
or liability of the commercial banking system. Another way you might want to look at it is right now, what are bank reserves? Bank reserves are, are basically a central bank digital currency it's denominated in dollars. So the only difference there is that we would just move to bank reserves that are programmable and they would be uh, assets of not just the banksters, but they would be assets of the entities and the individuals in the real economy. That's just, that's really the, what we're talking about here. So anyway, just wanted to give you a heads up guys. Enjoy the rest of your evening. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. See you in the next video.